It has literally been, I think it has to be like at least, at least over a month since I have literally sat in front of the camera. And I want to just start off by saying, guys, between me and you, I apologize. I apologize for not being here. I apologize for just not catching up with you guys. Like that's on me. And I pray that, you know, after this episode, you guys can forgive me. Maybe, hopefully we're all like, we're family, right? But man, life has been, it hasn't been bad. It's been actually pretty good, but there's just been so much happening. And side note, if you live in Texas and you know it is ext- it's been extremely hot. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what we did, but like, honey, we have to make heaven. It is so hot. Like you can literally step outside and be like, "Sorry, I'm going back inside because it's hot." Like it makes you not even want to dress up and look cute. But that's besides the point. Like I say all this to say like mm, in this oopsie, in this life, make heaven, all right? All right. But anyways, that is besides the point. <laughs> It is your girl, Precious Adamola, and this is the Journey to Intimacy podcast. And I want to say thank you so very much for choosing to come on this journey with me. Let's catch up. Let's talk about what's been going on. Let's chit-chat. And I feel like that's what this episode is really going to be about. It's not really like my other episodes. I feel like we're going to catch up. We're going to be, you know, friends. We're going to do what we know how to do as, you know, friends and family. So let's talk. Let's talk. Where have I been? Hmm. Truly, truly, no cliche. Where have I been? I've been with Jesus. Like, I have just been enjoying his presence. I've been enjoying his company. And I've just kind of been sitting with him. And um, I really, really believe, like, if you don't have much to say or if you feel like you don't have much to say, that means you don't have to say much. Like, I really do believe that because what is the point of like coming on camera, sitting down and like pushing or forcing out like a word or something? Like no one gets to be glorified except for yourself. And like, obviously we can't take the glory, but man, like guys, I, I think the last time I saw you guys, I had, I was about to, it was right before I crossed over into 26 and Ever since I crossed over into 26, God has just been speaking, God has been moving, and God has just been downloading so much. Like, I feel so refreshed. I don't know if you can tell. If you guys are watching via video, I don't know if you can tell, but I feel so refreshed. I feel like just like wide-eyed and like the wonder of Jesus again. Like, and I'm just so like, I'm so like happy. I'm happy at just getting to see again how much the father loves me because I feel like it's one thing to you know get on here almost every week I try to I try to get on here every week but I feel like it's one thing to get on here every week and talk about intimacy and talk about what intimacy does and you know when you kind of like you normalize intimacy the wonder of it can kind of like reduce but when God goes through seasons where he calls you to himself man it's it's refreshing, like it's it's new. And so I crossed over into 26, um, June 18th. Shout out to the June babies. There's no other babies like us and argue with me if you want to. But I crossed over into 26 and I just believe that God like began to reveal himself to me in so many different ways. Like I began to see 
the different parts of God in a way that I've never seen before. Like, obviously, you know, I've been walking this journey in my very short time of walking this journey. And I've got to see like different, you know, I've gotten different encounters, I'll say that, of God and who he is. But like, I don't know. I cross over 26 and literally like the scripture says like, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Can you perceive it? And like, I I feel like I've been walking, living, breathing that like scripture for the past um, couple of weeks since I've turned 26, like that God is truly doing a new thing in my life. Like that God is truly a God that it's like it gets better with him. Like choose God. Like if you're on the fence about choosing God, if you're on the fence about doing this thing called life with God, I'm here to tell you guys like God is so worth it. He's worth your yes and he's worth your choice. Like choose God. It gets better with him. Like literally with God, it says that like, you know, they go from strength to strength each one of them appearing before God in Zion and like truly, truly like it goes from glory to glory with God. And I don't want to just keep rambling. Like I said, this is not that kind of episode, but it's more like an episode of like, let's talk as family, like I said. And I don't know, like God has just really just been good. Like he has been good. So I feel like I kind of want to like, I don't know, I want to share with you guys a couple things that God has um, been talking to me about and dealing with me about since I've been gone. So that like when we, you know, get the ground rolling and get the ground running, we know what like we know where it's coming from, if you, if that makes sense. So one of the biggest things in this season or like, you know, while I've kind of been hidden in him, because truly, guys, I'm serious. I've been with Jesus, like just been hidden with him. Like one of the things that he has done is he's given me a new understanding, a new revelation on his name Elroy and I know like we've probably heard the story so many times in scripture of Hagar and how you know in her in the midst of her just being like hopeless and in the midst of her you know just being like God I don't know if you hear me like God I don't know if anyone cares and he reveals himself as Elroy and for those of us who don't know that Elroy means the God who sees me and I feel like that has literally been you know the best way to start off or mark the beginning of year 26 for me God being the God who sees me um I can literally be here all day talking about my story and talking about, you know, life growing up as a PK. And I can just go on and on and on about the different things that, you know, I've dealt with, I've gone through. And one of the biggest things that I've always felt like I just could never get over was the belief that God sees me, the belief that like everything that I'm going through is not in vain. And God just took time to reveal to me that I'm Elroy. And He's a God of his word. And I just, I'm so happy because like he cares. And I don't know like who's listening, but like, I just want to encourage everyone. Like God cares. He cares about you and me. He cares about the well-being of our heart. He cares about the things that bother us. Like I love the scripture where God talks about how like he takes our tears, right? And he keeps them in a jar and, you know, he stores them. And I love that scripture because like for me, I'm a part of the ones that for so long I would cry out, you know, and I'm not really like a public crier. I'm not really a person that likes to show emotions too much in front of people, like, which is ironic because this is a journey to intimacy. But anyways, naturally by nature, I'm the kind of person that like, if I'm going to shed a tear, shed a little one, two tear, I'm going to go into my private space and then I'm going to shed a tear and I'm going to make sure that, you know, I clean up well and I, uh, you know, that's just the kind of person I am. And 
with that being said, like I found myself like in the past season going into my like quiet space, you know, withdrawing and similar to Jesus, right? And just crying out to God and just feeling like, you know, God, like what I'm going through, my obedience, like what you're asking me to do, like when will I see finally that it's worth it? And I know so many of us have had moments where like you ask questions, you're like, God, like when will I see that my obedience and my sacrifice is worth it? When will I see that like losing all of who I thought I was is worth it in you? And God is so beautiful because every single time he reveals himself as Elroy, the God who sees, and he shows himself in so many different ways, you know, of being like, it will be worth it. It will all be worth it. I know you can't see it now. And I know that you don't feel like it now, but it will be worth it. And I just believe that God basically topped off my 26 or started off my 26th birthday or my 26th year, kind of just reminding me in his own way that like, I see you, like your tears are not in vain. Your obedience is not in vain. Your sacrifices are not in vain. And you're going to begin to see public wins because of the sacrifices that you do in private. I'm a whole heart believer that the things that you sacrifice in private, the way that you are obedient when no one even knows what God is calling out of you, what you see of yourself in public, and when God chooses to lift your head up in public, it is because of those sacrifices. It's because of those seasons of obedience. It's because of those seasons where you did what your flesh was like, ah, not for me, but like you die to yourself. And there's a song that I always love to listen to. And I can't remember the, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the song. But basically it's like, it says, I love this line. It's like, it's my joy to lose my life and find it in Jesus Christ. It is the joy of my salvation to lose everything that I thought was worth holding on to so that I can find what is worth holding on to in Jesus Christ. And that even leads me to the second thing that God has revealed in this season is that like, he is the significance. I think I was doing a devotional, I was reading scripture and God just began to download to me that he is the significance, that the point of our lives is to give him glory. Like that there is no point of it all if God is not the point of it all. God will always be the significance. And it made me understand that as an individual, I dare not put pressure on myself. I'm not the significance. I'm not significant without Christ. If I'm to take away the glory of God on my life, I am a nobody. I have no significance. And so that even leads me into going into the next section of like, what do you do when God glorifies, I mean, lifts your name, your head up, you know, because it says that thou, O Lord, are a shield around me, the glory and the lifter up of my head. So it is promised that God lifts your head up. And a lot of times, like we find ourselves in positions when God finally lifts our head up and we're like, what do we do about it? You know, a lot of times we find ourselves in the position where God finally shows himself as Elroy, the God who sees me. And he and he shows publicly how he feels about us. He comes through for us publicly. And how do we respond like when God finally reveals himself? And I think one of the things, the best ways to respond is with a heart of gratitude. I think that you always hear me say in this um in this podcast that gratitude is a matter of life and death. It is extremely important to live a life of gratitude to God. 
I feel like we dare not expect anything from God if we don't know how to give thanks. And my dad says this thing all the time where he's like, if you know how to think, then you also know how to think. If you know how to count all the things that you do not have, then you also know how to count the things that you do have. If you know how to know, like if you know how to remember and recall where you want to go, then you also have the ability to recall how you are not where you used to be. Meaning I really do believe that so as long as you have memory inside of you, so as long as you're able to even have the ability to recollect anything, then you also have the ability to be grateful. And stepping into this season of, you know, 26 and what God is doing in my life, like gratitude has been the significance in my life. Gratitude has been so important. Like honestly, guys, if you want to see a shift in your life, show gratitude to God. If you want to see things move from one level to the other, show gratitude. Gratitude has the ability to move you into places that you can never imagine you being into. Gratitude into God, it moves his heart so much that the things that you couldn't even imagine, you begin to see with your own eyes just because of gratitude. Like the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people, meaning inhabit and to inhabit something, it means to live in something. So if it means that God is living in the praises of his people, can God live in a place for things not to shift? No. So I'm like, when I think of the shift that God has done in my life, I think of the understanding that like, Oh, it's all because of gratitude. It's all because of giving credit where credit is due. Like, honey, give credit where credit is due and literally look how your life will shift. I promise you. And another thing, you know, since this is like a catch up episode, one of the things for me that God has like, you know, the Holy Spirit has taken time to reveal to me is that sometimes we're our biggest roadblocks. I'll say it again. Sometimes we are our own biggest roadblocks. The Holy Spirit told me that like precious, sometimes our biggest roadblocks can be our inability to accept what God desires to bless us with. Sometimes the biggest thing that is stopping us from one level to the next level is our inability to accept the good thing that God wants to do in our life, right? God is giving us all these promises. God is giving us all these things of I'm going to bless you. And here we are saying, but God, like you have no idea who I am. Like, God, I'm not worthy. And in a way, we don't recognize that that is our roadblock. It's not our enemy. It's not the hater next door, but it's ourselves. And God had to show me like, precious, if you don't accept the blessings that I'm pouring out to you in this season, you will never get to see it with your eyes. If you don't just stop trying to comprehend why I'm giving it to you and basically focus on the fact that I'm just a good God that is worthy of gratitude. The moment that you can stop trying to comprehend why God seems or deems fit giving you these blessings, you would no longer be a victim of shame. You would no longer have a victim mentality. I believe that sometimes we like, we hide, like, uh, I don't know how to say it, but like, I believe that sometimes, right, we, um, what we think is humility or what we think is, oh, like, I'm just trying not to be prideful. It's us actually being prideful. Like, how does that happen? Watch this. So I got this revelation and I and I shared it with some of my um, my sisters, like my girls, um, a few days ago. I got this revelation of um, King Saul in the Bible and when we first saw the seed of um, pride being planted. So in scripture, when Saul was to be anointed, right, he was to be anointed king. And the first thing he did was he went to go and hide. And I believe wholeheartedly through the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me was that was when that was the first time you see Saul's pride 
and lack of trust in God's word being shown was when he was hiding. So it became it became the first step, right? That we saw of Saul just showing pride, ultimate pride. God is like, I've chosen you for such a time as this. And Saul goes, no, it can't be me. I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. He shows distrust in God's word, right? So the similar thing in our life, right? God is like, I want to take you from this place to another. And we're like, no, God, it can't be me. You know my story. And to me, it's not humility to say, God, it can't be me. To me, it's prideful to say, God, it can't be me. Because for you to think that God can give a word and that you know better is pride. I believe that when God gives a word that he wants to bless us, the first thing to do is not to disqualify ourselves, but the first thing to do is be like, God, I thank you. I thank you because you see what I am not able to see right now in myself. Thank you, God, because you are the alpha and the omega. You are the one that has seen my beginning, but is sure of my end. God, I thank you because even though I don't see it in myself, you see it in me. God, I thank you because you're going to give me the grace that I need to go forth and do this task. God, I thank you because I have a God like you and I have a helper in the form of the Holy Spirit that is willing to go through this journey with me and walk alongside me. When God anoints you and appoints you for something bigger than yourself, the first thing to do is not to hide. The first thing to do is to give thanks. The first thing to do is to say, God, what is man that you are mindful of me? But because you are mindful of me, I'm going to choose to show you gratitude. And my thing that I can do, my thanks and gratitude I can do in return is to be in submission to you. Not to hide, but to be obedient and to say, God, what are the next steps? I want to repeat that. When God calls you for more, the first thing you're to do is not to hide, but to ask him, God, what is the next step? And I'm literally speaking off of a place of experience, like, I have had so many times where God has called me for more. I've had so many times where God has wanted to push me to a higher level. And because of my own shame and because of my own, I don't know, my own thoughts, I wanted to hide. But God is like, don't be a roadblock to yourself. Who are you to stop what I'm trying to do? And it's had me literally sit there and be like, oh, shoot, like, you know, I, I am I am nobody like God is calling me for more. So that's my encouragement. I feel like if you get anything out of this episode is to get the understanding that when God calls you for more, you're not to hide. Don't struggle with acceptance. The Bible says that a door has opened for me and there's many adversaries. And God has given me the revelation that adversaries, when doors open, are not all the time the the demonic entities. Sometimes adversaries are not even your friends that are in the forms of like haters. Sometimes adversaries are, it's you, your thoughts, your your shame, your self-doubt, your insecurity. Sometimes those things can be adversaries. Sometimes our biggest roadblocks from us seeing one level to the next level can be our inability to see why God has chosen such a vessel like us. But God is so beautiful because he says in scripture that my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. What I do is not about what you can comprehend. And so I'm like, dang, like, that's basically what God has been working on in this season. Like, I've sat down for so long, guys. I've sat down for so, so long. And God just reminding me that, like, precious. If you're to go to this next season, you you have to understand and trust me. Trust that I can see what you cannot see. Trust that I can understand the things that you cannot understand. Trust that I can take you there way better than you think you can take yourself. Trust that it will never be by your might. Neither will it ever be by your power, but it's going to be by me 
the Holy Spirit who is helping you. Trust that or else you're not qualified to go to the next level. And honestly, the last thing I'm going to share, because I, I didn't mean, I don't want this to be like a super long, like life update, whatever. But um, one of the biggest things that I, I don't want to say I learned it in this season, but it was emphasized in this season is that um, the life that you live matters more than your sacrifice. The life that you live and his ability to vouch for you matters more than what you think you can do for him. And I always say this in this podcast, and I, I don't mean to sound redundant, but I feel like in this day and age where you see so many people saying that they want to live a life for God, they love God, they want to live a life sold out for God, but they also want to be okay with doing the things that break the Father's heart. Like, I feel like I have to, I have to emphasize, like, it can't work like that. Like the life that you live has to matter more than the things that you think you can do for God. When God is searching your life, what does he see? Does he see somebody that says that it's my joy to lose my life and find it in Jesus Christ? Does he see a child that says, God, like more than anything, I want you. And I feel like in this season, God has asked me over and over again, like precious, what is it that matters to you? Is it me and you that matter to you? Is it relationship with me? Is it understanding my heart that matters more? But, or is it the lifting that matters? Is it finally being validated in public that matters? All of those things are great, but they don't matter more than knowing the one true king of kings. He is our significance. He will always be our significance. And if my life means anything, and if people see anything from my life, I want them to know that Christ, Christ is significant. And without Christ, I have no significance. All that I am and all that I will ever be will always be because of Christ. When people click on this podcast episode, they're not clicking because to hear what I have to say. They're not clicking because of my own wisdom. I have no wisdom outside of God. When they click on this episode to watch or even when they're scrolling through social media and they see a little bit of the video, they're not seeing me. They're not clicking. My name alone doesn't hold any weight, but it's the covering of Jesus Christ that holds all of the weight. It is him that is the significance. It is him that will always be, be the significant. I am not significant outside of Christ. I, am, I hold no weight in any place outside of Christ. My name alone doesn't break any, any walls down. My name alone doesn't shatter anything. But it is the name of Jesus and it is the authority he's given us through him that hold the weight. So I just want to say, like, I'm excited for what God is going to do in this podcast going forward as, you know, I've stepped into this new season and this new revelation of understanding. But God, like, I want us to know, like, if you leave anything today, understand that, like, as we're catching up and we're having fun and we're chit-chatting, like, God is the significance. He will always be the significance. He has to always be the significance. And I just want to say that. So like, with that being said, let's end off with that. You know, it's not supposed to be a long episode, like I said. So let's pray. Father, I just say thank you. I thank you for this new season. I thank you, Father God, because yeah, we're not, we're not qualified to be here, but you qualify us, Father. And for that, we're not going to try to comprehend, but we're going to be grateful to you, Lord. I thank you, Father God, because in our lives, you are doing a new thing. God, teach us how to cherish the thing that you are doing. Teach us how to serve you best. But most of all, teach us how to do relationship with you best. You are the point of it all, and we understand that there is literally no point of it all if it's not you. God, let our lives be proof of who you are. Let our lives be reflections of your heart, Lord. 
Lord, break our hearts for the things that break your own hearts and move our hearts for the things that move yours. God, out of this episode and everything we do, Lord, we go ahead and consecrate ourselves once more to you. We give ourselves back to you, Father God. Lord, take all the glory, all the honor, and all the adoration, Lord. We love you and we honor you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.